podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, people. Welcome to Musicals Bastards. I'm not, I'm not replying if you're not going to say it in order. I hope so. Welcome to <laughs> 54 of Film Bastards. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Becky. And... <laughs> Ian Loring. That was brilliant. Well done. And we're also joined by... Andrew Jones. <laughs> and what are, we, what are we chatting today? We are chatting Hamilton. The, the film Recorded film. stage well, production. There we fucking go. <laughs> Um, what, what are you looking at? Can I see what else we watched? I mean, you watched other stuff because you watched Hellraiser. Shit, yeah. With a with a 16-year-old child because you're a terrible parent. I mean, she's 16. <laughs> it's fine, we all watched something younger than 16, I'm guessing, anyway. She needs uh, to know about this shit. She, she needs know, to know not to play with puzzle boxes. She does need to know not to play with puzzle boxes or she's gonna, that what's going to happen. What's going to happen, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, if she's into that kind of thing, that's her choice. That's fair enough, yeah. That's her choice to make. It's her, it's her mistakes to make. Oh, I also watched a very good film. Did you? Oh, yeah, she did. That made me cry. Uh, so we've got some what we've been watching. Uh, have there been some trailers? There might have been. Uh, yes, there has, because I watched one. I haven't watched any. I have. I've watched one. Uh, um, other bits. Ian, what's been happening in the news? Fucking Ennio Morricone died, didn't he? Now, Fuck, you know, I, mean, yeah. I mean, dude lived a good life. You know, solid innings. But fucking hell, it still feels like a loss, doesn't it? Like, it, it's, you know, pretty seismic. Um, I was only thinking about his music for investigation of a citizen above suspicion the other day. And oh, it was like... Fucking great. Like, just the, the fucking body of work that guy did is I, just absolutely sensational. And, you know, the, the, the mainstream media basically go, oh, the guy who did wah, 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 died. It's like, yeah, did a bit more than that, didn't he? Um, I'm wow, glad he wow, got... Wow. <laughs> that was his other contribution i forgot thank you andrew um <laughs> um but yeah no i mean it, it, i'm glad he got his oscar um you know and it was for it, it doesn't feel like it was one of those give it to them because it's their time kind of things like the hateful eight watched it a few weeks back talked about it on the show a few episodes back fucking stunning soundtrack yes stunning um and yeah i'm I, I think he got an honorary oscar beforehand as well um and i i love that people who get honorary oscars and then go on to actually win an oscar and just go fuck you i'm still alive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a you wanted to do this before i died didn't you well <laughs> yeah no no exactly so, um it, it's a small list of people who managed to do that though eh um Oh fuck, that would be a good pub quiz question. Um, but yeah, no, uh, hell of a career, very very sad loss. Um, but we've got a fucking shit ton of music to remember him by. Yeah, I think I think we own five or six of his uh, soundtracks. I think on vinyl. Don't we, I don't really get involved in the soundtrack. We do. I'll say this now. We do. I'm, I'm more just getting involved in the Dylan. Yeah, you do get involved in the middle. Uh, but yeah, we do. We've got several there, I think, I'm sure. Any other news here? Oh, okay. Um, 
don't know. Um, Michael Bay's producing a film which is actually shooting in LA right now about the pandemic. So that'll be a nice opportunistic thing to watch probably on VOD next year. Um, what else? Um, sorry, my headphones have gone a bit funny. Bear with. I'm just going to put my AirPods on because um, my headphones are only coming out of one ear and I'm finding it really distracting. Two ticks. <laughs> sorry, we're just watching our cat fall off stuff. It's great. What? He's, yeah, it he, he goes a bit wrong. A couple of points in, in the evening, he decides to just go a bit mental and then just throws himself around the room and falls off stuff. It's it's fantastic to watch. Yeah, he, he's currently he's currently wrapped one of his toys around uh, a, a little chest we've got. So it's like a fluffy bird thing that's got then like a piece of elastic. Okay. <laughs> piece of elastic and then like a ring that you can put over your finger so you can like dangle it at them and torment them. Yeah. But he plays so. with it on his own, so he'll like wrap himself up it in it and then just attack the bird because he thinks the bird's like trapping him somehow. I don't know. So he can't be left unsupervised with it because I feel like he'd strangle strangle himself. Hi Ian. Um, Hi. Uh, but yeah, he's he's wrapped it around. We've got like a chest made out of pallets in our, our living room. He's wrapped it around one of the slats to make it do the dangly thing, and now he's just attacking it. Fun. Yeah. Dogs are the best. Dogs are the best. I'm assuming you were talking about a dog and not Mark. No, we're talking about the cat. The cat? The cat. Yeah, cats. The cat was doing that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe I've misjudged him. He, 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 he stalked, last night, he was stalking the dog around the living room, just getting as close to his, like, rear end as he could, and then just, like, hitting him, <laughs> claws out on the ass, until the dog ran away, and then he was stalking him to where he had escaped. Um, <laughs> He's got a thing about playing with hair as well, which is fun in a household where I have long hair and Mark has a beard. So that's fun. Oh, my God, I've got such a good one to tell you in a minute. But anyway, just on the dog. He was he chases the dog around the room and then just, like, grabs hold of his tail and then the dog kind of runs away, but the cat doesn't let go. So he gets dragged about a foot before he lets go. So that's always fun. But, yeah, he, um, he if Mark's watching TV, he jumps up on the arm of the sofa next to him pulls his arm like right back and just smacks him like five times in the face like rabbit punches him and then runs away it's amazing no, no, I, I take it back cats are agents of chaos and must all be destroyed fuck them <laughs> he came up the other day and did it and pulled his arm back sat next to me and i was like oh my god it's my turn and then he just reached out and gently stroked my cheek and sat down Aww. See, cats can be great. Hits me in the face <laughs> and runs away. Yeah, but I, I, he knows I will accept that kind of shit from him. Is how how close how close is Mark from phoning the police and reporting domestic abuse? And it's like again, but my cat. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like he's like um, what's she called in um, the league, my lady. <laughs> just abusing you in an abusive relationship with your cat. Yep. I need to watch the league. That's the one with Jason Mountzoukas, yeah? Yeah. 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 All right. That makes you the Andre. Thanks for that. <laughs> you twat. <laughs> that's depressing. Uh, that's um, news then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm racking my brain now. I mean, it's just like things things so- are kind of getting announced. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, I don't know what that was. Um. <laughs> 
I want to be just like you. <laughs> yeah, no, quite. Yeah, um, I am the king of the swingers. Um, uh, so David Leach, the director of Atomic Blonde, Hobbs and Shaw, Deadpool Two, has got wait, a wait, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, David Lost Leach. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I know. I'm ever so sorry, Andrew. Um, please accept my profound apologies. That's right. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. And I, I am a stickler. No. I was going to say that would be a very different Hobbs and Shaw movie. It would be a very it? different Hobbs sorry, and Shaw Sorry, Fast movie. and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I would watch I, I, a British version of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I would. I'd be just Jason Statham going, what? <laughs> For two hours. <laughs> You mother fucking asshole. Yeah. Aren't we? Sorry, Ian, go on. Um he's directing a film with Brad Pitt, and I can't remember the title, but I saw the title, I saw David Leach and I saw Brad Pitt. It was like, yes. It's the bullet train one. Yeah! Bullet train! Bullet train, baby! <laughs> oh, his baby part's the title. Oh, bullet train baby? That'll yeah. be cool. Did you also see that, uh, that, that, that Tom Hanks commented on the fact that um, Greyhound has gone to Apple TV by oh, describing it as absolutely heartbreaking? Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to make I, I don't mean to make to make uh, angry my Apple overlords, but there is a difference in picture and sound quality. He also the cruel whipmasters at Apple have requested that I that I do press briefings from home. <laughs> It's like literally he's gone. I'm Tom Hanks. I can say all the things that nobody else can. I mean he can. Like, I survived I COVID. Can. I can survive Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah. He was bitching about them in the same interview, making him have a blank background for interviews as yeah. well, wasn't he? Oh. Yeah, he could do his books on display. No Tom Hardy for uh <laughs> Hanks no. beating a carrot. But I, I I love it though because I mean fair you know fair play if I was Tom Hanks because he fuck he wrote Greyhound I believe yeah if, like, if, like writer yeah so like he's like really really creatively involved it looks like a film you you want to see on a big screen I mean the reviews yeah. have been middling but I'm I'm looking forward to it still but they are saying um, it does look really good yeah so there you go there, yeah exactly there you go and it's so I love that he's just gone. I don't need to be nice about Apple. You've got all these all these people coming out and saying, oh, yeah, you know, HBO Max is definitely the right platform for uh, for our Melissa McCarthy and her husband, Ben something. Falcone. Falcone, thank you. Super intelligence. Yeah, HBO Max is the perfect platform for this. But fuck off. Fuck off. You know, I, it, it's. I'm absolutely fine with people celebrating um, like the, these places for, like, giving people a shot. You know, Scorsese with the Irishman, like, Scorsese was very nice about it. It was like, they gave us the money to do this. You know, like, and he was he was unhappy about the theatrical rollout of it, but he was like, they gave us the money, no one else would fair fucking play to them. Mm. Um, it'll be, And I'm sure he'll say the same about Apple for Flowers of the Killer Moon, because who the fuck is going to give them 200, uh, $200 million for that? Um so, but it's nice to have a bit of like honesty there. That Hanks is like, yeah, I'm disappointed this isn't getting a big screen play. Good, good for him. Yep, absolutely. Uh, to be fair though, if it's a Ben Falco movie, the perfect place is the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> 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 what, I, <in> his face? 
just, just, just jamming DVD fucking copies of Tammy down Eddie Redmayne's face. <laughs> just that's that. That's that. Opens up, that's up, opens up like fucking Alec Baldwin in Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> So talking of HBO Max, has everyone watched an American Pickle trailer? <laughs> I have. Yeah. <laughs> I am well up for this. It's all right, actually. I'm up for the fact that the, the 1800s one just keeps punching people. <laughs> What's this is smooth jazz going on there, Max, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit porny, that, isn't it? <laughs> it was a bit porny. Um, right. Yeah. No, let's stop right there for just a second and explore this. Um... Why did that just happen? Um, an advert played on my phone when I was scrolling something. For what? Pornhub? No, it's for Amazon Prime. It's an advert for Amazon. Go on, put it back on. Put it back they, on. They've got Let's some new it. material. It's gone. <laughs> if it comes back up, I'll turn the volume up again. You can listen to right. some good jazz. Yeah, it's cool. American it's cool that Becky's paying attention. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, okay, oh, it wasn't too much you could say to that, really, was it? Um, <laughs> um, this, this is a very loosey-goosey recording. This is, wow, we. Um, yeah, American Pickle. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it, it looks like it, it's going to, you know, have a point to it rather than just the like the log line of man is encased in brine for a hundred years and so wakes up captain america's story but with pickle brine <laughs> yeah it's, yeah okay. yeah it, uh, I, I, but with pickle brine with pickle brine i think it's more of yeah that, yeah that probably seems closer yeah I, I, uh, andrew have you seen the trailer for this i haven't i was going to go in completely blind whenever i can that's the, oh, it, we it, just spoiled that for you then, didn't we? It, it, it could be good, but it looks it looks like it could be fun, but mm. but not too yeah. zany. He doesn't actually look that zany for a no. what's his face movie. That man with the beard there that smokes weed. What's it called? Seth Rogen. Oh, no, to, to smooth. I am not. I am looking at the trailers. Accidentally, YouTube. accidentally. Yes, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, the tax collector. Oh, oh fucking hell. Right. Yeah. What? All right. Oh, Andrew, get ready. Okay. It's David Ayer's new film. Oh, fuck. Damn fucking right <laughs> it is. Oh, What anyone says, who needs a David Ayer LA set movie where Shia LaBeouf plays a mob debt collector and the Answer is always this fucking guy right <laughs> fucking here. I mean that, that is, is this guy. That is so you, yeah. It's the oh. Venn diagram of David Ayer, Shia LaBeouf mob collector, and right in that middle bit, Mark Foster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I How still would on, on the set of every David Ayer movie for just in case somebody says, right, so but who's this for? He just goes, gets out his phone and goes, this, this prick, that's who it's for. Yeah, what, what would happen right, if David Ayer made an erotic thriller starring Rosamund Pike? Would you? He'd pass it? out. What? 
We know it would be magnificent because it would make zero fucking sense <laughs> at all. You'd still be there first day, though, wouldn't you? I would, I would be there first day trying to buy every fucking seat. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do you want a private screening, you monster? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know why. <laughs> I'd do that proud. <laughs> You'd have to go to every single showing that day because you'd just be a bit tired for quite a lot of it and you'd have to try and time your urges around it so that you eventually manage to watch the whole film yeah i've just talked seven times this movie today what i am two meters away Rick. um I but my attacular can fly further It'd sting, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh dear. Anywho, any other trailers? We haven't spoken about the tax collector. What do you think the tax collector? Oh, I think I said I think it looks very good. Yeah. And then you took over with your what? Observatory sort of tribute. To it's Shyla David, he'll appreciate <laughs> these things. It's the beef. No, I think it looks. I think it looks really good. To be fair. It, it, yeah, it looks like a David Ayer movie, which is always good. People are very angry about it. I, I do like David Ayer's responses to that, though, which is basically, fuck you. What, why are people angry about it? I think I've missed that. Because they, because people are going, why is Shia LaBeouf playing a, a Latino gang member? And it's like, David Ayer's come out and said, no, he's not playing a Latino gang member. He's playing a white kid that's grown up around Latino gangs who just talks like them because that's what people do. He's basically me. Yeah. And they've gone, well, that, that, that doesn't happen. And he's gone, yes, it does. Yeah, but then loads of, <laughs> loads of kind of people from that kind of Com- yeah, community, community yeah. Have, have come out and gone, no, no, that's exactly what it's fucking like. We will absorb anybody. <laughs> yeah, we will we will use anybody for our nefarious dealings. No, no, not just like nefarious dealings. Oh. They will include anybody within their community. Also, well, somebody said to him, why haven't you made it with a Latino star? And he's like, I have. Bobby Santo is the star of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it, it, the, the trailer does say and Shia LaBeouf, doesn't it? Yeah. And, yeah. It's, it, do you know what? It look it looks like a David Ayer movie. I look forward to I look forward to the usual suspects all fucking hating it and me coming out with a beaming smile, going, "That was fucking great." <laughs> I'm doing a big fucking DiCaprio walk. Look, look, we'll, it'll probably be showing in another screen immediately after you come out. So you can probably just go back in and watch I, it. I will just stroll straight across from one screen <laughs> to the next. Look, we'll, 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 that, the week that we review that, we'll double bill, bill it with sabotage. Like, we need, I, 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 we need, I think we need to discuss sabotage again. Oh, you should see um, how excited he is, Ian. He's waving his little hands in the air and everything. <laughs> what a great fucking movie. Um, let's just get it done. Ian looks so sad. <laughs> oh, I forgot you could see me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like holding his head, like, oh, fuck it, right? What have I done? He <laughs> <laughs> won't forget it either. <laughs> um, any of the trailers? I think I'm good. I'm spent. <laughs> Should we should we should we get to the should we Hamilton it? Go for it, yeah. So Hamilton is a recorded stage production. 
But the Academy said it, so, you know, don't at us. <laughs> um, directed by Thomas uh, Kale? 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 K-A-I-L. Kale? Kale. Oh, I like Kale. Let's call that one. Yeah. Thomas Kale. Oh, K- it's K-A-I-L. I thought it was K-A-L-I. That makes way more sense. Okay, yep. that's fine. Uh, I agree. And uh, written by, starring, um, and produced, and all of the bits by um, Lynn manuel Miranda. Um, music and lyrics by Lynn manuel Miranda. It is indeed, yeah. Uh, and he wrote a book as well of it, didn't he? Yeah, get it right, Mark. You no, it just says it. No, it's inspired by book. a book. Oh, like, he's done like a novelisation of it. He must have done, because at the end of it, what is it? It says, book, lyrics, and music yeah, by Lynn manuel Miranda. I didn't know that. The book is the uh, stage descript- stage directions, various dialogue pieces. Oh. I, I, I'm interested in that, but will never pursue reading it. You don't read no, it. No, no, that, no, I mean, the book is literally, that's what, <laughs> in theatre, that's what book means. Uh... Not, not that he wrote a book. Oh. I'm not theatrical. I should know that. I went to stage school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ian, meanwhile, has calmly changed his background to have a more <laughs> fluffy-haired Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I approve. That is that guy. It's an interesting It's an interesting um, So, what, what's it about? It's about Alexander Hamilton, one of the founding fathers, and his um, his life, essentially, from um, from the Civil War, ranging right through to his, his death. Um, Independence, not Civil War. It's the American Revolution. Oh, it was the American Revolution. No, that's the war. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I'll pay attention. Uh, Andrew. Yes. You're a fan, aren't you? I, I, I'm a little bit of a fan. Good. I would say. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful piece of music. It's a gorgeous show. I was lucky to see it on stage. Did Alas, you see it on stage? Yeah. Yet. Yes. Cool. Although Lynn Manuel was in the audience. Oh really? Yeah. Have you was... watched the Disney Plus one? Uh, multiple times, yes. What? How does it? How does it differ? Like, is it atmospherically you get more out of it seeing it there? I'm assuming. Oh, I found it much more emotionally engaging watching it at home because yeah. the way the camera could get close to the actors, mm. you feel yeah. more engaged with their actual performances as opposed to the spectacle as it is. Yeah, and we said this actually when we were talking about the trailer. It's 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 great watching a recording of a stage production because you you can get more in the action, can't you? Yeah, and, and the best thing about this one is uh, this is recorded like a year and a half into them performing these roles, all the actors. Yeah. And so when when I, when I got to see it, it was the opening night in London. Yeah. So they they're just getting fucking hell, Andrew. Look at you, Charlie Big Bananas. I mean, yeah, I've been on board for this for ages, but uh, this is them. You know, these are people who have so deep into exploring the show and their roles in the show that it feels much deeper every performance rather than just finding out and being excited to be on stage and singing these songs they're fully bedded in aren't they they really are so when you know Christopher Jackson's George Washington is singing mercilessly about the end of his life you just you can't help but feel like in tears at his understanding of the end times because he's been through this so much and it's deep resonance within his soul at that point or leslie odom jr screaming that he's going to wait for it it's just there 
I mean, I, I think out the, to the stage and it's glorious. I think one of the things that absolutely backs that up is the fact that you, you can't tell the um, you can't tell the different cuts from it. As no. Well. So you can't. You, you, it does. It does feel like it's all one one um, all from one night. Oh, is it not? No, it's from three separate ones. Three, three nights, plus also a bunch of uh, inserts, dance so- sequence shots without the audiences there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it, it, it's like that, but you can't, you, you absolutely can't tell that. Um, I, I was quite shocked when I... When and I, when I, I tried. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so th- it was that. Uh, Ian, what was your thoughts on it? Because how much did you know going in? Yeah, so I mean, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest... I didn't know I, I didn't know an awful lot about it, um, and I think that that was more out of I, I just need people to stop talking about Hamilton for five minutes for for a period of time, um, you know. And it's it kind of reminded me of the Lego Movie in that regard, um, and you know, and the the legacy of that film is, is has been interesting, um, but well, you know, I mean, fuck it. You know what? We got the Lego Batman movie, the Lego Ninja no, no, movie. No, from, from Hamilton. Whenever they say legacy, you go legacy. Oh, legacy. right. I'm okay, doing bits. No. I'm doing background yeah, bits. Yeah, you are doing bits. I'm sorry, Andrew. I'm not used to bits <laughs> in this show. Um, yeah, you, you don't usually have comedy going on. No, yeah, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I mean, I, I yeah, but I mean, I was looking forward. I was looking forward to um, seeing this, and frankly, seeing what all the hype was about. And I look at the runtime, it's fucking hell, that's intimidating. I mean, it makes sense because it's a stage show, but blimey Charlie. And I got 20 minutes in and it was just like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> you know, fair enough. Um, yeah, this is really, really good. Um, and I, I mean, I, I I think there's David Diggs has such has got such big Diggs energy at the start of the second act. That when he disappears for a bit and it's a bit more subdued with Hamilton and like the affair he's having and stuff, it's I I, I disconnected for a bit. Um, and it's not to say that I didn't like Lin-Manuel Miranda. I mean, he's he's great singing voice, not as good as the, those around him. But hey, he wrote he wrote the theme tune, some the <laughs> you know, so I mean, fair, fair play to fair play to him. Yeah. Um, but I, I I can't say, yeah, like six out of five absolute banger. And I think that the film version of it, it's a, in a way, it's a shame that it is just what it is. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, well, no, no, no. no yeah, that, that's such a veiled emptiness. We need to unpack what you mean here. By no, no, what, because, what it is. You know, because basically... When there is a film version of this, yeah, that is going to win every single Oscar it's nominated for, and three it's not. I don't know, man. Look at Cats. But or Les Mis. I mean, mm. all right. So the thing, the thing is with Cats, as <laughs> I every time Hamilton and Cats. I, I, I as I chronicled it in my three-part docu series on the paper. <laughs> uh, um that it that was a work that should not have existed and it was hubris that made it existed exist but i 
came to terms with Tom Hooper just wanting to do cats because he fucking loved cats. Um, I've lost my point point now. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's when there is eventually a film version of this, it's going to win fucking everything because that source material, if you've got a director who's got the vision to be able to turn it into what this is and you know have Lin-Manuel Miranda play the older Hamilton have a younger actor play the younger one it will work fine um I mean Davy Diggs will never age that man looks like he's got the best genes in the world so you don't have to worry you don't have to worry about him but this I'm really 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 glad that I can see what the fuss is about yeah and that's about where I'm at with it. It's like, yeah, it's great. I, I, I It would have been more interesting, I, I think, for me to speak about it if I didn't like it, in all honesty. But I did. I see exactly, I, Andrew, I see exactly what you're into it for. Now, Mark gave it three and a half out of five, which means burn him. Wow. <laughs> what do you oh. think, Bex? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I, I mean, I, I really liked it. It lost me a little bit... Um, at the start and I was like this is going to be a bit of a fucking slog but a lot of the earlier songs and beats are very repetitive um and it I was I was a bit like shit if it's going to be like this all the way through I, I don't know how much I'm going to get out of this especially given the fact that you know I wish I had kind of more knowledge of the American Revolution I guess it's not it's not a history I've ever kind of read up on or know much about and founding fathers it's not it's not our history over here is it so it's a bit like i I could have educated myself on it but i have never had to so knowing more about it maybe would have helped i guess but i I was thinking at the start it was going to be an active hindrance not knowing more about it and i much preferred the second act um we we kind of watched it with like a day's intermission didn't we we watched the first act and then a yeah. very small amount of the second act um and then then watched the remainder of it and i i, I really preferred the the second half of it yeah largely i'm not gonna lie to due to to jefferson oh yeah, yeah. he digs comes bursting yeah. through in that second act he's, he's fucking great in the second part of that so yeah um and obviously what's his face turning up Every once in a while, Jonathan Groff. That's that's always fun. Yeah. Little song. That, that yeah, that was yeah. He's he's excellent comic relief in it. Um, but yeah, I I, I feel like once it got going a bit more, it it wasn't really that much of an issue. Not knowing as much about sort of the the the, the actual source material rather than uh, obviously the the book. It's based on a biography, isn't it? So. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, actually, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I expected to enjoy it, though, to be fair. But I was, I was stuff that's hyped that much very rarely lives up to the hype, and it doesn't quite live up to the hype. Hype is like, oh my god, go see Hamilton. Your bank balance will be full, your skin will be clear, and your hair will be luscious and flowing. And it's not, it's not going to fucking change your life like that. Well, your bank balance will not be full. If you <laughs> and it's, and it, it, it's, it's fascinating that you were saying that. It's like your bank balance will be full, your skin, uh, your hair will be glowing. 
And all I'm speaking is you'll be jerked off three times with no effort involved whatsoever. <laughs> and it's like the the, the priorities. <laughs> You're just thinking of digs again. Well, that a point. Yeah. What yeah. did I miss? This, buddy. <laughs> let's go. You know. <laughs> um. But yeah, it 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 doesn't quite live up to the 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 absolute massive hype. But it is very very good, and I will watch it again because I feel like there's probably bits I've missed. Fair enough. What? Just it's three hours and forty eight days long. Wow. It's two days long if you watch it like you do. That's that's well, that's yeah. one thing. It is, I mean, it is very long, but I, I feel like once it gets going, it doesn't feel. I think it's two hours and 23 minutes on the uh, cast album. So, yeah, yeah about no. two hours 30 with no, all the material. Hours, no, the, the other film I watched was three hours nine. That's where I've got that yeah. from. But you're watching Magnolia? No, I will reveal all in the What We've Been Watching section. Ooh, tease. Not that exciting. Oh. It did make me cry. Go on. Oh. What? What do you think? The Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. A very solid three and a half out of five. Enough <laughs> <laughs> said. This that really. Um, it's it, it's very very good. The, the... Just don't say anything more. Just leave it there. Shut the mic. All are all are all are all fantastic. It, yeah. it, it's clearly a bunch of incredibly talented people doing their jobs incredibly well and putting an awful it's lot into it. It's a fine movie. And it, it, it is, but it, it, that I would want to watch again. Um, but also as well, I did at, at points during the songs go, I, I think part of it is because it's an interesting story mm. and I wanted to know what was going on with the story. Mm. And he kept telling me that he wasn't going to miss his shot. And I was thinking, okay, I know that's foreboding for the end of the movie because I know how you die, but could you could you just get on with it a little bit? He's not going to miss his shot. Lamar. He's not going to miss his he's shot, no. Hamilton. He's not going to miss his shot. He's, Wait, Hamilton. Saying, he's not going to miss his shot. And he's not going to miss his shot. No. So I was getting a little bit like that going, I think part of it, I was, I was, I was enjoying the story. And but in a musical, it's a different experience, I suppose. Yeah, you've got to luxuriate in the in that, the journey of that, it. That's it, and I think it's very different watching it as a member of the audience than it is mm. watching it um, in in this way. Well, like I was saying before, you, you you do potentially get more out of it by watching it on screen because you can get closer into to the expressions and like you can see more of the movement, you can see more of the the effort that's gone into the stage direction and stuff like that that you can't necessarily catch all of when you're watching it. Absolutely, but absolutely. But I think there's a a certain element of, um, for instance, the if you're part of the applause after the the big numbers, um, then if you're part of that applause, it's very different to sitting here going. All right, show them. All right, clapping. Get on. Stop clapping. Um, yeah. There's a little. Are you bit not of clapping at home? Are you not clapping? No. How? Did it, we, we we did you have you basically give like lowered it half a mo- uh, half a star because people were clapping mark uh, uh, it's probably lost it probably lost um, 0.25 of a star because not because people were clapping but because i get the feeling people like, just didn't know when to stop clapping i get the feeling like everybody who <laughs> sat there was trying to clap louder than the person that was next to them because they're watching <laughs> hamilton and it's so good they are compelled that's no it 
that proves how much they're enjoying it to everybody else. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know that that's what it was. Um, I, 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 I don't think you can criticise Lin-Manuel Miranda because people watching him like the smell of their own farts, Mark. And yes. to be fair, I think they cut out some applause because apparently every time Lin would come up on stage in that opening number, it would be like 10 minutes of standing ovation. You see, that's just annoying. Um, yeah. You know, we don't have in Disney, thankfully. Um, or Swerves. But yeah, the, 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 the acting's all great in it. The, uh, the singing for the large part is fantastic. Yeah. I actually weirdly didn't think that, I know everyone doesn't agree with me on this, which is quite, you know, fucking... <laughs> I'm pretty much used to that now. Um, on brand. It is on brand, yes. Um, I didn't actually think Lin Manuel Miranda was the, the the weakest of things. I don't want to say worst because he's still very good. Oh, okay. uh, but I found uh, what's his name, um, Leslie Odom uh, Jr. I found Ooh. his voice not great a lot of the time. I found him quite nasally and quite. Uh, it, it just it, he, he irked me a little bit at points. Um, Every time Jonathan Groff came on, I thought, you know what? You are perfectly encapsulated uh, British monarchy of the time. Foppish dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought he was he was fantastic. Um, I I will never watch this again because I watched it and I got everything I needed out of it and I don't need to watch it again. I I, I see. I will watch it again. That's cool. To see see if I've missed it, like bits but, and things that are going to make it better. But I I. I I find Lin Manuel Miranda very unpleasant. That's, that, that's what wow. I, I, I think. Hold up, really what do you do? Well, have you seen interviews or anything? Oh no, 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 no. In interviews and stuff, he, he, he seems fine, but in the performance in this, don't be up out there, Bex. He seems like, fine. I mean, he seems fine. I don't, I don't tend to watch that many Lin Manuel Miranda interviews. Isn't he in like Brooklyn Nine Nine at some point as well? Yes. Yeah. yeah did he play her brother or something? Yeah. 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 Um, and you know what? He's he's fine in that, but he's he's got a real sort of I don't know an air to him that I just find unpleasant. He really wants people to like him. He's he a really theatre kid. Good. He just wants he's enough. Really good as well. But he is really quite good. Well, he, he is. Really yeah, is. Yeah. I mean, I in mean, the heights, which I, you would have I seen quite this like, year. I quite otherwise. like his, his patter of the way he does things in terms of mm. that, and I think it's. I like the fact that because the, 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 the whole Hamilton's coming out now, uh, it's it received a little bit of sort of criticism about yeah. the the telling of the stories and everything like that. And I thought his response was really quite quite measured and quite good to it. What was, was it? it? Fuck yeah. off! He, he, basically, he basically said, "Oh yeah, it, it, it's all perfectly valid." He said, "But um, I, I had all of this information to bring in, and I had to pare it down to like two and a half hours." Mm. So yeah, I had to leave stuff out, and maybe. I didn't quite do stuff in a way that I would have done them now, but it took me six years to write this, and it's been out for five years. So, yeah, would I do I look back on it differently? Yeah, I do, and you know, any criticism I will take on as as, as being valid. But I'm still very, very proud of what we did. And yeah. I thought, you know what? Well done. You've not tried to attack out it. You've understood it, but you've said and you've tried to explain it. And I, it, it, he always comes across as a really Quite level-headed and quite intelligent, but a nice guy as well. I'd, I'd just like to clarify, I specifically meant his character in this. The way that his character is portrayed in this, I find unpleasant. Oh, yeah, but I, I, yes. I mean, yes. supposed to be quite unpleasant. Yeah. yeah. yeah but I don't like whenever less. he's not on stage, it's better. Because his character... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean he enough. basically says that he, he fucks a woman that isn't his wife because he was tired. I mean, that's just... 
crazy. I mean, I, a fucking I, I, I will say that the whole affair fucking subplot that happens in it, I was a bit like, it's not a flex, this, isn't it? It's, it's an odd way. It, 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 it's, it's pertinent to the rest of the story, but they spend an awfully long time on it. Well, they spend, you know, one song about it and then uh, one song dealing with the ramifications of it. Well, two songs because Burn. And that's about it. It's a... I, it felt like a lot. I mean, and that's the thing that when it's I say it's because like, of the the sun subplot is just one song really. I think it feels like a lot. And and I mean, it's um when I say the second act, I kind of dropped out a bit. It it was around that section, you know. It, it it's like it, it, it does. I think yeah. I think maybe that it it starts to let a bit of the air out of the fucking balloon a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, I I get that it's important to the plot, but. It's basically he had sex with another woman and paid her husband to keep it quiet. Yeah. I don't necessarily think. And also the song itself. Say no to this. Sorry? The song Say No to This. Whatever you're going to say, it's going to be wrong unless it's one of the greatest songs in the musical. So. (laughs) Uh, Well, I, I think it's an interesting man tries to justify fucking another woman song. Yeah. Um, what, what, which what is people, a bit problematic. What were people's highlight song-wise? The, what did I miss? Uh, is it Burn? But Eliza sings was absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Framed. Like which on stage did not feel quite as emotional. No, but I think like what you were saying about these uh, these actors that are really bedded into their roles, like the the pain on her face, mm. it made it. It made it more impacting. Like she really fucking looks like she's feeling that. Uh, Andrew, what 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 are your highlight songs? Um, my highlight songs always uh, "Wait for It" and "Hurricane," which I think are the most outlying of the bunch. They don't have their uh, their foot in the door of many of the other songs, and they're just gorgeous and character based. I like the staging of "Hurricane" as well. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I mean, it's very literal, but the eye of the hurricane and everybody just kind of like, stand, to... like, yeah, yeah. But like in the, with the circular stage, I thought that was, that, I mean, it's obvious, but it was really cool. No, it's the exact um, way you would have to do it. It's perfect in that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's true. But, Any Anything with Jefferson. Oh, sure. Yeah. I also like Washington's song. One last time, is it? One last time. Cool. So beautiful. Have you learned the words yet, everybody? No, I've only had one watch. I've got to rewatch it yet. Okay. I'll we'll get around to it. We'll do a sing along eventually. Disney will release it. That sounds amazing. Disney will release a sing along, yeah. Yeah. And maybe we'll have the F words in that time. Yeah. Is, is there any? In there this? are two. But they're, they're not in this version, no. No, but I, could, I thought they were allowed to leave one in. No. But they were, but uh, what they meant is. Uh, is uh, when they say, uh oh, you made the wrong sack of cuckold in say no to this. It's like that was my wife who decided to fuck. Oh, they, they, and they call that the S word. They do. Oh. Yeah. I know, it's absolutely ridiculous. Cause there's that <laughs> one where like literally the soundtrack just goes a bit backward while it's saying it or something. There is one there. which is, yeah, Hercules Mulligan, you knock me down, I get the fuck back up again and it's get the <laughs> And Southern Mother... Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is atrociously edited. Yeah. You can't have a motherfucker in Disney. Two out of five. Yeah, drop it down. 
I quite liked what did I miss or what, what did I miss as well. That was good because it was the, introdu- the introduction to Jefferson, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, the energy just kind of lifted straight it away. Dances right in the room. Yeah. Where it happened. I mean, to be fair, there wasn't many songs that I didn't like I apart like... from that my shot thing that just kept repeating itself. <laughs> You don't like my shots. No, no, no it, I didn't. I didn't hate it until they repeated it over and over and over I all through the it. first act. Because it's so you know important to the entire point of the character constantly I, moving yeah. and changing. Because he's just non-stop. Yeah, even though. I, sorry, go on. I was just gonna say I, I, I do get that and I appreciate that. It's just on a personal level, it just got really irritating hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like the first hour of Into the Woods. <laughs> Where, that line about like like my country i'm young scrappy and hungry all yeah. i can think of every time was young dumb and full of cum <laughs> <laughs> also a good lyric Stop minding. <laughs> point break musical let's get it going i mean I, yeah no absolutely I, they was actually talk of doing a point break musical at one point actually fuck about, off about seven or eight years ago yeah you watch that one. I would watch the shit out of that boosie, uh, in it. boosie would be in it yeah. the boost <laughs> yeah I for the first uh, week when we got the when Becky got her new car, I claimed naming rights, said she could have one, but I would get naming rights. No, it was for the week beforehand. Uh, for the week beforehand, I, I told Becky that I was calling him Gary Busey, that he'd have to refer to as either fully Gary Busey or the Buse. <laughs> and not Jake Busey's father. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Busey's a weird one, isn't he? Yeah. I'm trying to think of lyrics to the Point Break musical now. <laughs> um. And I, my 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 favorite song was "You'll Be Back." Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Just because it was fun. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, it is the only one I'll, I'll listen to. Um, <laughs> the only one I'll listen to. Yep. <laughs> wow. It's a good for karaoke as well. That one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everybody. So, so um, I'm I'm guessing everybody's definitely not shit on this one then. Yeah, definitely not shit. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not shit, but um, I, I, I am very, very glad other people really, really like it. I just, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's just not for you. It's not for me. I, I am, I'm impressed that people that it came out on Friday and on Disney Plus, and people have already managed to watch it multiple times. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. One of the girls, one of the girls in my work watched it three times this weekend. She'd never seen it before, and she loved it so much she watched it twice more. Smart. I'll be fair She's play cool. to her. Cool, cool. I mean, I feel sorry <laughs> for existence, but uh, <laughs> it's very, 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 very good. It's just not for me now. If David Ayer does the movie version, if David Ayer did the fucking movie, I would love that. I would. You know the f words are back in that press one. officer for that. Oh, <laughs> Imagine the fucking fume. Hamilton movie, director announced, David Ayer. The only one that people would be more angry about would be that hungover chap, wouldn't it? Todd Phillips? Yeah. Who's doing <laughs> a movie with Chris Hemsworth? Oh, that's <laughs> news, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently Hemsworth's come out and said that he's getting more stacked for Hulk Hogan than he ever has for Thor. Yep. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I don't remember Hulk Hogan has been exactly the peak of physical fitness. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was entirely peaked around. He was, he was, he was, he was, 
Stallone literally says that, that the greatest athlete he ever worked with in terms of physique was Hulk Hogan. Fair enough. Maybe I just watched the wrong matches. I didn't watch an awful lot of wrestling. I was a horse girl. That's fair enough. Yeah. Big Tory. I'm not a big Tory. <laughs> Shut up. I grew up a big Tory. It's different. Um, right, so that's that's Hamilton. Oh, our audience poll. We do have an audience poll. I mean, do I need to fucking look at it? Because everyone's going to say it's looking great. There might be some like. They don't actually. I noticed earlier. Yeah. Uh, definitely not shit. 70%. Touching clock, 0%. Shit, 20%. Could that just be Dan, though? It could be Dan, that. Yeah. And Geostorm, 10%. So what said this is Geostorm level? No, yeah, I know, Andrew. I'm baffled by that as well. <laughs> Hamilton is so bad, it's good. I'm laughing at it, ironically. <laughs> what? <laughs> I actually like more musicals than I ever kind of... I always am always like, oh, I'm not really that keen on musicals. But then I, I go through a list and I'm like, yeah, I kind of like all of them. Yeah. I just don't like the fucking sound of musical Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is fucking great. Mary Poppins is good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the sound of music, no. I'm a, fan, I'm a fan of the fact that all the prisoners are a fan of the sound of music in The Postman. Yeah. That's true. They fucking love the sound of music. They fucking love the sound of music. I hate fucking hate you as a soldier. <laughs> What's happening with the West Side Story adaptation? It comes out in December. Shot. If if they can, if Christopher Plummer's available to replace Anton Elgar. Yeah, oh, fucking God. right. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. Oh well, moving fucking swiftly on. <laughs> you a craft beer junkie? Do you eagerly anticipate the freshest IPA release from your local craft brewer? Do you check in every beer you've ever had on Untapped? Do you know the difference between a Belgian triple and a Berliner Weisse? Then do we have a podcast for you. What's Untapped podcast gives you beer reviews, interviews with brewers, behind the scenes, access to beer festivals, games, and more. Whether you're a craft beer junkie or new to the world of craft brewing, What's Untapped podcast is something for you. Check us out online, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and now we are podsyndicate.com. And as always, keep drinking, you dum-dums. Have you ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? putting four or five year olds in front of this movie it's like if they didn't know what death was before this they're gonna know it after it they're gonna know it after it and they're gonna be freaking terrified and they're gonna be questioning you yeah or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one has a cold dead heart yeah the dark knight has got like all the orphans and like oh no we're gonna die they did not build up those orphans at all in my head it's like kill them then look no further the His Film Her Movie Podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Andrew, what have you been watching this week? Uh, I have... Okay, fine. I won't talk about Hamilton again for another half hour. Uh, <laughs> I've been going through the... Uh, that, I've got a poster, a scratch-off poster of 100 films you meant to watch. Oh, yeah. Which uh, weirdly have things like Haichi, A Dog's Tale, and Three Idiots. It's like, what the fuck? 
so we uh, we watched Gladiator yesterday, which I haven't seen since I was maybe fifteen. I've not seen that. Just after release. Uh, it's not very I'm good. Not. I'm a bit turned up, yeah. It's really quite boring, you know. Yeah. I, what I often hear from people when they've rewatched Gladiator is them say it's a bit crap, actually, isn't it? It's like three Gladiator scenes in three hours. Oh, but there's so much intrigue, Andrew. There's so much intrigue. Yeah, it's true. It's like, is Oliver Reed drunk in this scene? Is this one where it was a stand-in? Is he dead dead in this scene? Exactly. (laughs) And is Jaimon Honso shot correctly? No. They can't light him properly. Did he? Off of what? Been drunk. Yes. (laughs) Don't go back to Gladiator. Just imagine it was a film that, of its time, and think, yeah, Ridley Scott's, you know, moved on to other films like Exodus. <laughs> I liked Exodus. Nothing fucking wrong with Exodus, Andrew. You oh, there's, there, there is plenty wrong with Exodus. The fact that that's the one that's dedicated to Tony Scott is, you know, sinful. No, you shut your whore mouth. You were never a fan of Gladiator. No. Uh... Mm. If you want a Russell Crowe Ridley Scott film, that's really good though. Of course, Robin Hood, Robin Hood slaps. Good year for a second then. No, I'm not that insane. I've never seen a good year. It's not. Stop sending me photos of cats, Becky. What the fuck's this? I didn't mean to send that to you. <laughs> What's this fun? Oh, look at that little twat. Yeah, all right. He's lovely. Oh, he's gonna grow up to be an evil little bastard. He's gonna murder your husband. Probably, yeah. What a twist. It's not a twist, it's a cat, Andrew. <laughs> what he else maybe he'll Andrew? between his legs and knock him over and then he'll hit his head and then he'll do what cats do when people are dead and eat them. Face first. I, th- I think if I slept for too long, he'd eat me. I think he was beating the shit out of you last night. Yeah, he was. It's because you're his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> How lovely. Andrew, what else, did you, what, what, what else did you scratch off and watch? I'm trying to think what else was the other one. It was it was another one that was really nothing. God, what was it? It was I think it was a 4K as well. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, it was a 4K. Yeah, because you know I've got a bunch of the 4Ks to get through. Yeah, no, well, you know, I never get to talk about 4K with these fuckers. Oh shit, so, sorry. Uh, well, let's get into it? 4K then. Yeah, go on. Is it? Um. Mm. Ah, oh, fuck, I can't even think of what it, what it was. It was it blew your mind that much with its picture quality. If something's so undeniably empty, but not in a cool way. Mike and Dave need wedding dates? Oh, shit, you know what it was? It was Leon the Professional. Fuck oh, off! Hang on. Was it the director's cut or was it the original it cut? It was the two-hour, 12-minute version. So it felt like it was long. Because <laughs> the director's cut's crap. It, it it had way too much nothingness in between, you know, any kind of decent yeah, action. Yeah, that's the that's that's director's cut you've watched. And too much romance. Yeah. Too many scenes. The, the director's cut loses all of the impact of the actual movie. It's like an extra half an hour, but it's just, you watch it and go, oh, this isn't anywhere near as good. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. It I, looks that's, stunning. That's what you it just... It, it sucks all the energy and out of out of the movie and makes it makes it really weird and seedy. Which yes. Then you spend bits of Luke Besson movie and go, oh. <laughs> which you know is a shame because I remember it being real fun. 
Yeah, the the the, 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 the theatrical cut it still is, but the the director's cut, yeah, is, is yes, not. Yes, this was the director's cut because uh, it was twenty minutes longer. Jesus yeah. Christ, what a disappointment. Yeah, never, never watched that cut. No, but the 4K, stunning, gorgeous. Looks like it was filmed recently. Ian, what have you been watching? I love 4K, and it pains me so that you fuckers don't. <laughs> we'll, we will do soon. I, I mean, I, God, I hope so. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a short show. We're really racing through. All right, we'll do another half hour on Hamilton. Sorry? I said to Mark the other day after we'd been talking, oh, this is the TV that Ian recommends. Do you want it? And he went, oh, oh, that's that's a very sudden question. I'm going to have to think about this for a while. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't right. know. So that's Sorry. where we're at. So I've tried. No, I, I, I've, I've tried to be nice, despite the fact that I don't want it. I've tried to be nice. I am very bad at spending more than like 50 quid on something. Mark, 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 shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Right. So just for context, a couple of weeks back, Becky WhatsApped me out of the blue saying, what TV would you recommend? And my first thing was all caps. Don't tease me. And, <laughs> um, she was like, nope. I'm serious. And I spent a good chunk of time looking at things, taking her thoughts into account and whatnot. It was like, this is the one. It was the Mulholland Drive. This is the girl or this is the one. And I didn't hear anything. It was like, maybe she's going to surprise him. And just one day it's going to be, I've got a 4K TV. So to hear this is one of the most crushing blows of my podcasting career, Mark, that you... Just took that recommendation and said, uh, I don't know, it's expensive. Now, no, I think it, 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 it's not, I don't know, it's expensive. It is just literally whatever. It, I, I really struggle at spending more than 50 quid on anything. I get it, 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 it hits me with a deep anxiety. <laughs> now, the thing is, think about the amount of joy that you were going to get from this tv and how much is it currently becky oh i don't know i can't remember how much it was was it like 650 or something no it was less than that it was like you kept sending me really expensive ones and i was like mark said this would be about 300 quid and yeah and then and then i went back to the drawing board you know and it was like right and i picked a model that's got dolby vision it's got the stereo version of dolby atmos you know you were very excited about finding it I, I was I was very excited about finding it. Um I mean you put this one in all caps. Five four yeah, nine. There it is. Five four nine. Five and that's from Curry's, isn't it? That's from Argos. Argos. What size are we what talking? Size? What size are we talking? Very question. Yeah. Forty nine inch. Okay, yeah, that's I've got one right in front of me. It's gorgeous looking. It's big enough. Exactly. Exactly. Um so what and, I'm here is don't be blaming me because it's not my fault anymore. You're just handing over the information. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. so yeah, I mean, this is the thing, Bex. You have absolved yourself. You you, you are out. And um, <laughs> I. Swearing at me now. Ian subtly changes the picture to prepare for his new lecture about technology. And this is the thing. 
like my friend <laughs> Steve here. <laughs> when I get it, I have to get a, a 4K Apple TV as well, because obviously our Apple TV is in 4K. Now, yeah. I mean, this now this is you see, this is a discussion to be had as well. And Andrew, I do want your thoughts here, right? Of course. Okay, let's go. So, Apple TV 4K versus physical 4K. <sighs> Um, yeah, Apple TV 4K, it gets you a lot of the films that aren't available physically, which is the uh, really, really good thing if you want to get, you know, at the moment, heat for £4 in 4K. Only way you can watch it, through that. But of course, physical 4K does look better if you've got a system and the internet's not so good. But if the internet's fine, gorgeous. You can watch Spies in Disguise and see all the particles flying and it's fantastic. How can I mean, you deny I, that? You see, the thing is, if I bought, let's say, a... Um, Let's say I bought a 4K TV and I yep. bought a 4K player as well. Sure. I would then straight away also have to go out and buy a lot of 4K discs as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right? No. Whereas if I bought a 4K TV, okay. an Apple 4K, yeah. I literally instantly have access to 50-odd movies. Now, for the last five months, for some reason, Amazon have had X, The Return of Santa Cage, in 4K for less than £4. Boom. Done. You're settled for life. They have. I mean, like for some reason, Everest was three ninety nine on four K for a bit. It was. Um, you know, so Everest does slap. And and, so this is this is this is the thing, Mark. I'm not saying that you have to go full on in straight away. I mean, like to be fair, A Star Is Born, the encore edition, is only available in four K on iTunes. And I already own it. Exactly. So you get you get, get the, the encore edition in 4K. You get that free upgrade. Now I have got Star Is Born on both physical 4K and iTunes because I'm the best. And I get to watch it in whatever variety I want to see it. So be more like me. But you get the Apple TV 4K instantly. You've got that library, like you said. And then at a later date, if it's like, yeah. I could I I could go with physical 4K. That's absolutely fine. Well, you the know? PlayStation 5 is going to be physical 4K, isn't it? Yes. And we'll be buying that on day release, so. Apparently. Okay. I fucking will. So. All right. Here we go. So that opens you up. So this is the thing. I think I've said it before on the podcast. You know, one of the things that very much annoys me about the digital version of uh, Nolan films on 4K oh, yeah. is the lack. Yes. Andrew, the lack of uh, expanded IMAX ratio. Absolutely. It's, it fucking annoys the shit out of me. So, you know, if you've got the Apple TV 4K, if you've got the physical 4K player, which I have in the form of the Xbox One, um, you know, bought it for Lottie, that's brilliant. It's a 4K player, that's brilliant. Um, then you've got the best of both worlds here, Mark. So you don't need to go out and buy a 4K player straight away. What you need to do is spend about £700 on a TV and an Apple TV 4K. That's what you need to do. You need to do it, and then your life will be an awful lot better. And the best thing about that is, uh, on Apple TV, of course, you've got when you've got your Disney Plus app, almost all of the films, the most recent films, all in 4K, so you can just watch all the Star Wars in 4K, all the Marvels in 4K, Hamilton in 4K. Netflix has a whole variety. Prime even has a bunch of films available in 4K. How can you say no to, what, 7,500 in 4K? Mark, Mark, Rambo Last Blood is in 4K on Amazon Prime. 
Uh, uh, but the uh, it's also in 4K, but it's the um, director's cut on uh, iTunes. Of what? Is it? They, 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 um, they, they've added the extended cut onto the iTunes one now. Interesting. I'll have to go back and see if there's anything good in that one. There is. There's, uh, <laughs> there's the entire movie. Oh, that'd be a nice change of pace. I just need to say as well, I've said this to Becky already, HDR mm. will make PlayStation games look better if it's compatible. Will it make it, them look like cheap BBC productions as well? The, the thing is, I will help you set up the TV. <laughs> I will turn true motion off. True motion is the devil and it must be burned. It's great now, for sports. It is great for sports. It's, great, it's real life content. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. For the films, you can turn it off easily. It pains me. Pains me that you guys did not ask for my help to turn off that fucking true motion um, in the cabin TV. I think we were drunk. We were drunk. I, it just pain. Oh, and also that brings up a big thing about physical media again, just just to annoy you. Go, please. Don't forget that with physical versions of Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk and Gemini Man, the two films we all watch over and over again, you will get the 60 frames per second versions. <laughs> I mean, this is an excellent point as well. And I mean, to be fair, I showed Lottie a bit of Gemini Man in 60 frames per second, and she said, is this a video game? Um, Was it Benedict Wong drinking a bit of whiskey with a toucan? Because that's the best video game I've ever played. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be press X to <laughs> press Should X have a sip. Yeah, straight yeah. up. Um, uh, no, 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 it was him on the motorbike. And oh, like Donna was classic. like, this looks like shit. But the thing is, Mark, if you buy it, you can also see it look like shit. You can see things look brilliant. You can things look like shit. You've People got trying to act who aren't very good at performing in moments that are live. It's an interesting combination of words. Well, now, if you're watching, like, this is more to Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. If you watch uh, Steve Martin performing that film, he's really to the hills because he's not used to performing live on stage dramatically. Okay, really I weird. need I need to watch Billy Lynn 60 frames per second. Yes. Um. So th- 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 this is the thing, guys. This will make your life better. I it. it <laughs> It makes life yes. better. Um, <laughs> it makes life mean something in a year when nothing means anything anymore. And I mean that, that's also an excellent point, Andrew. You know, and I, it it, it needs to happen, and it, it just get it just get it done. It's just fucking just do it. Oh. We we have a day off tomorrow, Becky. <laughs> just like, just take the shit, just let it flow. <laughs> And you're going to feel so much better. At the moment, you two are constipated. <laughs> I am the laxative. I don't think I like that imagery. I fucking love it. Right. So, moving on. What have I been watching this week? Do yeah. you know what I watched in 4K on iTunes? What? Escape from motherfucking New York. Now, Which is just lookout for people who are a bit intellectually challenged. Fucking... I mean, Lockout, I like Lockout. Um, because it's amazing. Lockout's great. 
and it's everyone watches like, it all the time. If you own a copy of Escape from New York. <laughs> I own a copy of both on Blu-ray. I watch one more than the other. I mean, oh, the thing is, right? Lookout doesn't have Donald Pleasance escaping a plane in an egg. Yeah, but you know, Guy Pearce is just a god. Yeah, but Lockout, Lockout doesn't have Isaac Hayes Ooh. patrolling Ooh. the streets in a car with a chandelier on the front. Okay, but uh, Peter Stormari, PlayStation 1 level graphics? But Lockout does not have A number one! Oh, a number one! At the end. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we got the visual element of this as well. I mean, this is not just for Patreon. This is just for us getting to experience you. Just, just for performing the film. The, the thing is, I don't think patrons would like if like an exclusive video feed was just me. And Michael Fassbender's images. <laughs> um, I don't know if, if patrons would like that at me. I'll try and see what I can do. I'm I just going Twitter right now, then. Uh, <laughs> yeah um, well quite yeah um by the way uh andrew just to confirm uh by consenting to be on this show you are not getting a refund of the patron money for the thing you're paying for but are taking part in oh, uh, we thank you for your patronage you get this exclusive imagery of me i'll take it <laughs> um but escape from new york it's brilliant it, it's Lean, Kurt Russell kind of feels like he's going to burst out laughing after most of his lines for just like, I'm so cool. I am. I am so cool. This is brilliant. Look how cool I am. And I love it. Um, I mean, Donald Pleasance, brilliant. Ernest Borgnine, great. Harry Dean Stanton, he's the brain. Brilliant. I love how at the end, they're all racing across that bridge and just fucking pretty much everybody else dies. And it's like, yeah, because that would happen. It, it's just like these people don't look too... Harry Dean Stanton running across a bridge. Yeah, he's going to die at some point because he's Harry Dean Stanton running across a bridge. <laughs> um, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, what I'm not a fan of is a film that I watched with Lottie, which Lottie really liked on Disney+. Plus. So we had a movie night. She picked the film. Oh, that's the film nice. Yeah. Um, you know, I I wanted I, I wanna try and show her like the classics and whatnot, you know, and educate her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a good father. Yeah, to be honest, you know, yeah. all she does all day is play Minecraft and shout at her friends and it's like I just want a couple of hours where I can show her some stuff that I really like. Yeah. Uh so we watched Super Buddies. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, <laughs> why that's the sort of thing I usually say on this <laughs> no I mean in fairness I didn't pick it like she was just like and the thing is bless her last week she was like daddy there's a film on uh, Netflix that I want to watch and it's about super dogs and I was like okay do you know what it's called babe and she was like super dogs so I look up super dogs on Netflix nah nothing there and then finally turns out it was on disney plus and it was called super buddies uh, but bless her um and i yeah i mean apparently it's based on characters cre- like from air bud 
Yeah, and super buddies uh, are like the the children of the Airbud dog. Right. Okay, so the the, the Airbud dog fucks. Well, I mean, after all the sports he's played, he's an alpha male. That's true, actually. So you know, he and this other dog fuck have a lot of children, and those buddies well, go off to have adventures with Santa. I, I, yeah, well, no, I mean, because I think there is Santa buddies, you're right. There certainly is uh, at least two. Yeah, 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 no, that's so right. Many um, and, I, yeah, John is in it. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Um, and I just felt really sorry for him. And the lead kid kind of slightly feels like he want to make a wish thing. Um, wow. He... He's a he's a big boy, and that's brilliant. They they have you know brilliant diversity for girth. Um, um, and not not a particularly great little actor. Um, but you know, if he was a girl, they'd have made him lose like you know fifty odd stone. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. But I think this boy was you know it was a make a wish thing because it was just like. You're going to be really fat when you're older, so we may as well kill you now and just help the health service. If I look for a young baby Burt Reynolds and see if they can become a comic pair. Yeah, well, no, yeah, yeah, no, that's true, actually. Um, John Michael Higgins voices the lead bad guy. <laughs> At least sure. he's getting work. Yeah, no, I mean, he's getting, yeah, yeah, he's getting work. Brilliant. Super Buddies. I'll talk about Space Buddies next week. So that's the next one we're watching. Oh, you're going to do the series? I don't. Oh. Yeah. But weirdly, you're not even starting with Airbud. You're going. Di- you're diving halfway through. Look, I, I, I just do what Lottie tells me. You're at the command of your daughter's thumb. You, you directed by the uh, guy who directed um, MVP Most Valuable Primate. Now, you see, this is the thing, right? My MVP <laughs> that, Most Valuable Primate, I don't believe it's a Disney movie. Now, no. if I could get her to... The thing is, I don't... Right. But, Mark, I don't want to watch my child... I, I don't want to... No. I don't watch... I don't want to... Oh, fucking hell. Wow. <laughs> this I've just started my Most Valuable Primate on Prime Bikes in there. I don't want my child to watch me masturbate. <laughs> So I will never watch Most Valuable Primate in front of her. Then how about one that mixes the two? Because I saw one on Netflix, uh, which was a young girl and a primate who happens to be a spy called Spymate. Uh, it's just far too erotic, Andrew. Why Is would you even... Too much? Sorry. Jesus fucking Christ, just, man. What's just stick with pigeons who are spies then, I guess. Is the spy no, I mean, spies, spies in Disguise is a banger. Yeah. That, that film's good. That film is good, Andrew. And I don't know whether... You, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're being genuine about your affection for it. I was ironic until I saw it in the cinema. It was like a Mordecai situation. Where I was like, oh, this can't be good, but it's funny that that's the title when there's spies in the skies and spies in the skies. And I watched it and oh, shit, this is great. I love that your love for Mordecai still burns today. I saw a Twitter thread where someone was referencing the fact you love Mordecai. Fair play. Um, it's just nonstop. Uh, right super buddies last one i watched was the one that we talked about uh because you know i watched batman begins as well but patreon.com forward slash film bastards enjoy that train wreck of a commentary it's um, a challenge <laughs> yes um <laughs> also, by the way, have... murphy's lips are gorgeous they're not creepy just, just no, when... they are they are wet and horrible in the best um, way put them around me jesus christ um <laughs> now 
the Dark Knight commentary just to say, Mark and I are going to make sure we're watching versions that run at the same fucking frame rate. Um, <laughs> have Mark and Becky gone? No, we're still out. Oh, no, okay, bless. It just, uh, okay, that's fine. So, the last one for this week then. Jupiter Ascending. Right. So, we talked a little bit about this in the Patreon, but it was like, okay. we need to talk about it in here. Now, this came after Cloud Atlas, yes. where, you know, it was like, right, so your last film lost how much? Uh, several tens of millions of dollars. Okay, what's what's this film about? Mina Kunis plays a toilet cleaner who discovers she's the queen of Earth. Sean Bean is a bee and Channing Tatum is a wolf who's got wings that Mila Kunis finds kinky, while Eddie Redmayne uh, basically fronts a pharmaceutical corporation which wants to use the bodies of people from Earth that they harvest to make make young juice for aliens. Okay, and how much will this will this cost? $150 million? And your last film lost how much? Tens of millions of dollars. I don't see why not. Here's a check. Um, like, you're being kind of facetious there, but don't forget that Fox also made a film about a uh, kind of uh, pharmaceutical-style or healthcare-style group of people who found uses for humans to give other people extraneous extended life forms. Well, I don't know what Big Mama's House Free's got to do wow, with this. Wow, that's but, Big Mama's like father, like son. Thank you very much. There's no house. Oh, it is just Big Mama's like father, <laughs> like son, isn't it? Yeah. No, you got me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I mean, the thing is, there are bits in it that I quite like. Um, but. how it, it, it's like the, the the producer was cryogenically frozen a month after the matrix came out was <laughs> thawed out and then was told the makers of the matrix want to do their next film with us oh fucking brilliant <laughs> well snap those young guy get us up yeah no no straight <laughs> up what do you mean one of them's a woman now? You know, I mean, it, it's... I, I, at that point, it was one of them. Now yeah. now, now it's both, uh, just to be clear. Um, I, it, it's... It's watchable, but as the film goes on, it's just, this is fucking mental, and it's only getting more mental. There's a... There's a, like, a, a bit of the plot about halfway through where Douglas Booth is trying to marry Mila Kunis so that he can immediately kill her so that he can then inherit the earth. And it's just, I don't need this. Eddie Redmayne's supposed to be the main bad guy. Let Eddie Redmayne be the bad guy. But instead, he's barely in it until the final third of the film. And then his entire performance is... You're not my mother. I remember my mother. I remember what my mother said to me before she died. She told me how awful her life was. You know, and it, it just, I, 
you're not very threatening, Eddie Redmayne. I mean, your face is a black hole and it's terrifying, <laughs> but your 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 face is not the threat of this film. I mean, Eddie Redmayne dies by falling off a thing. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but he has those weird, huge creature things. Yeah, I mean, it's got the big old dragony dude that Shannon Tatum has a fight with at one point. There's so there's a whole... translucent window weird stuff. Yeah, well, two different yeah. levels, which looks great in 3D. No, I, I mean, I, I bet it does. And no, fair play, I bet this film is a banger in 3D. But there's this fucking bizarre, like five minute bit where they're getting lost in bureaucracy, where she's trying to like claim <laughs> her and um, claim her like right to the throne, where <laughs> this robot with like a slightly cut off human face is try and like help her with it and there's one bit where um he's interacting with another robot and it's like mugatu in zoolander doing those weird fucking like moments with his assistant where he's just kind of like looking at him going and like kind of growling at him but you've got that in jupiter ascending oh and then there's terry gilliam because you're doing a brazil a brazil thing so you're just going to go straight up at that point you know for for your warner brothers studio four quadrant output no exactly and then as andrew said in the patreon there is a subplot about mila kunis's cousin trying to make money selling her eggs it's (laughs) but it, 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 it it is baffling and the thing is i admire people being able to make films like this but at the same time it just feels fiscally irresponsible (laughs) like all i'm thinking is fucking hell what a waste of money this was and it's not like it's got it it's had some sort of tail in 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 the zeitgeist you know no one talks about jupiter ascending and all i'm thinking is how like there is a group of Italian farmers who have trusted their pension fund to an investment management company who have put a bit of money into Jupiter Ascending. And now those farmers have lost their pension because of the Wachowskis. Well, you know, it took a while for Speed Racer to come into more of a zeitgeist as it has in the last five years, maybe three years. So we've probably got another, you know, eight years until Jupiter Ascending becomes this cult phenomenon that people for some reason now like. I, I just, I don't God think forbid. it will happen, though. I bet if you ask Tanning Chatham about it, he'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't think he remembers it. I I, I I, don't think anyone. Michael Giacchino, you probably play him the score to this and he'll go, sounds a bit like me, that does. Who the fuck's that? <laughs> Was Dermot Mulroney on the cello for this one? Really? He's, he, he's uh, done cello for a couple of Giacchino scores. That's fucking mental. Which is That's insane. Cool. I know there's Rogue One is one of them. Mission Impossible, I think, Ghost Protocol. Hang on. Is Dermot Mulroney in the credits for Rogue One as a cellist? He may be. I'm not sure if they list it. It probably is, to be honest. They that, do that, list all the orchestra, right? That'd be cool. Um... <laughs> And I, I just, yeah, I'm, I, I just feel uh, Ian, sorry for the Italian farmers. Ian Mulrooney, Rogue One musician, celloist, soloist, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, cello, Mission Impossible, Gross Put, Ghost Protocol, cello, um, Dante's Inferno, cello, 
Mission Impossible 3, Cella. Ah. Yeah, he does. He's done the franchise. That's fucking incredible. Bring him back what? for 7 and 8. Have a scene where he's playing the cello on screen. That would do. No, yeah. I, mean, it, it, I don't want Chino back from the Mission Impossible scores. The man's a hack who keeps on recycling his own work. Um, <laughs> he is, though, to be fair. There's a Cuban Jupiter ascending. It plays when the credit when the credit blocks ended in the credits and then the scroll starts sounds exactly like a bit in the, in the first Abraham star Trek. Um, it's like, bum, 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 bum. It, 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 yeah, it's the same fucking bit of music. Well, Gino. To be fair, when I, I was watching gladiator, there was a couple of bits of score, which sounded a lot like it was going to come Batman at some point. So Zimmer's going over the same things over those five I years. I don't remember gladiator having like, no, that's James Newton Howard's approach part of it. Yeah, they worked together on the second one. Yeah, but James Newton, James Newton Howard did the more kind of emotional stuff, and Hans Zimmer did the stuff that sounded like he was just smashing a bunch of stuff from his kitchen about. I don't know. I think that was James Newton Howard throwing a blender at Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm done. Jupiter ascending. It lost Italian farmers' money. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a second. Did they invest into Sensate at some point and hope that Pornhub will take up the final run? Oh, they made all their money back on Sensate. Oh, okay. Cool. Netflix buy up. Yes. Um, okay, so I watched a couple of films on my own. I watched Hellraiser with Isabel because I am a very responsible mother. Um, so yeah, she yeah she quite liked it actually. She she said at one point, "Do you know what I really like about this film, Mum?" And I was like, "What's that, Isabel?" And she went, "I really like the practical effects that they're using instead of just using CGI." I was like, "You've raised you well." Nice. Um, she did. She really dug the rubbery gore. She fucking loves that shit um so she was she was very appreciative about she thought the story was a little confusing so what that one man just played with that puzzle box and then like he got sucked away to like what hell yeah yes. pretty much it yeah so yeah um we did check out the parents guide prior to watching it because i said you'd have a little bit concerned because there's some sexual imagery in this movie um so it's oh, a concerned bit... i just thought it was gonna be embarrassing for you watching it and so we went through the parents guide and she was went she just went oh god mum no there's male nipples how will i ever cope oh <laughs> is that what she said <laughs> yeah there is some photographs in the background of a shot that may depict sexual activity oh dear will i be okay and i was like i think you'll be okay and she was like god that's such a prude she didn't like the fat then about um no our vagina neck she discovered she she described one of them as yes vagina neck yeah yeah um yeah but yeah she 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 liked it i don't know whether i'd want to force the rest of them on her but (laughs) (laughs) um i also watched session nine again because someone recommended it on something um, and I was like, oh, it's on 
Prime. I'll watch Session 9. Um, I liked it really. I, I, I really liked it when I first watched it. Um, it's a bit meandering, but it's it's a decent enough watch. And how it kind of all unfolds is quite interesting. Um, and then the super long movie that made me cry, I watched The Green Mile again. Ah. Which I haven't watched really since it came out. Um, is that the sequel? The Green Mile. Again. The Green Mile again. No. <laughs> I watched The Green Mile again. Yeah, Tom Hanks finds another problem with his urine. Yeah. And he tries to wait for another black person to turn around. No one does because they're trying to be, you know, a bit more racially conscious about who they're executing. So he just dies of urine infection. It's very tragic. Didn't he die of a urine infection? Yeah. In the sequel. Oh, in the sequel. Okay. Well, The Green Mile again? Yeah. The Green Mile again. Right, okay. Um, There's not really a sequel, Mark. They're just making fun of me. Um, mean mean boys um i the, the the release of the green mile as a serialized book was a was an odd one odd little experiment on stephen king's part but um i remember it, it did make it quite exciting when the books were all coming out as little like mini chapters um and then when the film was made i wasn't super convinced um when i first watched it it was a bit too magic-y um whereas obviously there's always a supernatural element isn't there but it just seemed a bit too much but i think, I think she went on, we went on a date to see this didn't we it's not really a date movie it's not really it? a date movie not romantic. Uh, but yeah re-watching it it's 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 really it's really like there's so many emotional gut punches in it um from the sick wife to the poor little mouse and uh, what's his name? Edward Delacroix when he gets killed and stupid Percy fucking Wetmore forgets to put the sponge on his head. Um, yeah, I, I cried a couple of times watching this movie, I'm not going to lie. Um, but I, I am a bit of a crier. So, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's fantastic and th- there's so many great performances in it. Tom Hanks is is just absolutely sort of true to the book. Um what's his name? David Morse is as always great. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan's great. Um I was saying to you one I messaged you while I was watching it and just said James Cromwell is always great to see pop up in a movie because he always even if he's supposed to be this kind of slightly hard nosed warden that's going through some shit, he always brings like a level of humanity to it that just makes you he's just always kind of relatable mm. in some way. Um so yeah, Sam Rockwell's a dick in it. Uh, what else is new? <laughs> um, and what's his name? What's his name? Doug Hutchison is is brilliant as Percy Wetmore. He's a horrible fucking character, but he plays it so he's a, well. He, he's actually an unsung hero back then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, that's me. Right, I'll, I'll do what I watched. I think I'm gonna watch one on my own this week. Taylor's back. Taylor, Thirsty Taylor. Thirsty Taylor. So I, for, for, for no reason whatsoever, um, watched Not Another Happy Ending. Um, I am the one person that's watched this movie, I think. You make some poor choices, don't you? Yes. Yes. Um, Were yeah. you a little bit tiddled and you want to sit, wanted to see if Karen Gillan got her bum bum out? Karen, Karen Gillan does get her bottom out in this movie. Um, what? Yes. 
to get All them right. Off. Where can I find um, it? it? It it's no nipple action. There is no, there is no nipple action. I still maintain that Amy Adams are, and that uh, nipple is digitally edited out because it should be there and it's not. But is uh, there a butthole cap? Maybe she's just got strangely positioned nipples. No, they're like that, right in the middle. No, they're not. well, that just means in the middle. Uh, right around the side. No, after the, the, the inside. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not. No. It's not. Um, so, does anyone not even know anything about this? I mean, you told me all about it, and I scrubbed it from my memory because it sounds so bad. So, Karen Gillan plays a a novelist uh, who's trying to get her first novel published, which is a. She claims it's not anything to do with her life, but it is kind of supposed to be uh, semi autobiographical uh, and about sort of the growing up with the fact that she uh, her dad abandoned her um and um she gets it published uh gets a two deal two book deal with this um this french publisher um but then because he changed the title and doesn't tell her that he's changed the title they have this big argument and then they fall out but she has to write another book for him but when she's just at the end of writing this next book she gets writer's block and so can't write the rest of the book. Oh, no. uh, and it, it's all because actually secretly she doesn't want to finish the book because then their relationship will be over and you know what? They actually love each other. Okay. Yeah, it, it's that. It's Karen Gillan is very charismatic and he's very good in it, but it feels like there's about 30 minutes of the movie missing because literally their entire relationship she has with this guy at the start of it that then you're supposed to believe that they've had this real deep connection and she's really hurt by it is literally a two-minute montage of them walking around scotland i mean we do love montages we do but it, it, it honestly it you go I, i'm not getting that they were that close you're not invested <laughs> no mm. um it it's funny enough a, a bit but it, it's not worth many people's time um what else did we watch becky we watched that didn't we we did we watched blades of glory as a as a post eurovision let's watch the other recent decent will ferrell movie you say recent but it's 13 years old no <laughs> wow yes. i mean that's how long it's been though. <laughs> this film will be a teenager now <laughs> the most Decent Will Ferrell movie. Most recent decent. Mm. I, I write well. <laughs> I can write a musical. On Will Ferrell movies? <laughs> I mean, no. no. You wanted to rewatch this, didn't you? Yeah, I really like Blades of Glory. I think. I was saying this the other day. I, I prefer movies, Will Ferrell movies, where Will Ferrell actually acts like a grown-up rather than a giant infant, and he does act like he 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 throws up in his in his helmet. Right, and would an infant throw up because yes. they were fucking hanging in their in their suit while skating? No, because they wouldn't be able to skate and they wouldn't be able to drink. Oh, so it's yeah. physical. It's physically that he's not a child in that sense. He can do those things. Well, he, if he can punch someone, he's, he's not. Apple, but like, he's he's a horny bitch. He's a pisshead, and he's kind of a dick. And that that's what I want from my Will Ferrell roles. It would appear <laughs> because he's actually quite good in this, and he's not irritating. So yeah, I I really like this. And then um, what's his face? The other one, John John Heater. Heater. Um. He's really good in this. He he really nailed that kind of. Yeah, he, he, he had a hot minute for a while, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. 
But I, I, I love Blades of Glory. Like, honestly, I love Pairs figure skating. Like, I, I, I shamefully admitted this to you while we were watching it, didn't I? Pairs, pairs figure skating is better than singles figure skating. It's just, you can get more emotion into the performances. And it, it's, it's just lovely when they do I, their performance. I was just looking up what um, John Hedder, his, his, his most recent film is. Uh, and it's Tremors, Island Fury, the seventh Tremors movie. Wow. Good for him. Wow. Yeah, I did doing, doing a new genre for him. Uh, what else have we watched? Uh, we watched True Colours, didn't we? The uh, James Spader, John Cusack movie. Yeah, it's quite good. It was good, uh, like a political kind of thriller drama film where James Spader isn't playing the arsehole, he's playing the good guy, yeah, which is awesome. and John Cusack is playing the arsehole, and you kind of watch it going, this is good, but I think it might be better if it was the other way around. I don't know, but isn't John Cusack kind of a salty bitch in real life? He is, but Spader is so good at playing shit heel. He, he is. really is. So he's good in this as the goodie. He's really good in this. And he's not really good because he fucks his friend over. But he's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's on Prime and it's it, it's it's worth watching. Um, and we also watched uh, Revenge, which is I think the only Tony Scott movie I've not seen. I was so not emotionally invested in their journey in this. I really was, but just because it's it's Tony Scott. Um, the first like hour of it. You're and you've got a it. thing for what's her face, Madeline Starr. Everyone's got a thing for Madeline Starr. This movie is incredibly horny for Madeline Starr. It is. Um, but there's the thing is, for the first hour you're going right, and this doesn't feel like a Tony Scott movie. Mm. And then for the next hour you're going, oh now it's a Tony Scott movie. Now it's a Tony Scott movie, and I was the colours it, have changed. It, it was it, yeah. it, it it's uh, because it was 1990, so okay. it's a weird it sort of it's a very sort of similar place for Tony Scott, where he, he kind of he started to really get that style that he had that was post the kind Tony of like the, yeah. So he yeah. started to get that, and also as well, it, it, it's it's Costner just before he became superstar Kevin Costner. Right. Uh, I didn't mind the bits, to be fair. Like I say, it's not a bad film. It's a really good film. It's a really good film. And, and Costner's great in it. The bits where he's on the road. Um, try to find out where she is. Great. It's always nice to see Miguel Ferrer turn up in stuff. Fantastic. Nice. But the core concept of them wanting to get, in wanting to get revenge, it, I mean, they kind of deserved it. Maybe not that. Maybe not that. They do, but they don't deserve that. But I think that it, it, it sums it up. You get an actual scene where the bad guy literally says to him, look, I just want you to apologise. Just fucking say sorry, mate. <laughs> say sorry. And it's like, and so he does. And it's like, he basically says, look, that's all I needed from you, was to say sorry. It's like, it's like unhinged. Uh, it, it is a little bit, yeah. But it's, I love the fact that, that it doesn't pussy out on the ending. There's no fucking happy ending in this movie. Just she literally dies from her injuries. Just after he's found her. Spoiler alert for a 30-year-old movie. <laughs> Just after he's found her in his arms. In his arms, literally gets there. Where she quite literally, let's be honest, has been to death. It's the word that you're not saying, does it begin with effort? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I think all the extreme amount of 
drugs didn't help. I don't think they helped as well, no. yeah. It, 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 it's a very grim story. Her side yeah, it sounds fucking horrible. Uh, so, so what happens is um, Kevin Costner uh, leaves the Navy and goes to visit a friend that he's got that is in Mexico that it turns out he's essentially a, a drug dealer. Bad man. He's a bad dude. Costa kind of knows this, but doesn't know how bad a dude he is. Um, he has a young trophy wife, played by Madeline Stowe, who Costa has an affair with. The drug dealer finds out about this, so has Costa, they think, killed, but he actually survives. The bit in the run-up to that, though, is actually really good, yeah. where like they're, they're arranging to meet, and she's like, oh, I'm going to visit my cousin in blah, 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 blah. And... You know he knows. Oh, yeah, he, he's got it all bugged. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then for Madeline Stowe, what they do is he cuts her face open and then sells her to a whorehouse and then basically pays the whorehouse to keep her hooked on heroin. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's incredibly fucking grim. It's not a fun ride. It's not a fun it? ride, no. no. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was... I, I, I did quite enjoy it in a... as much as you can enjoy that kind of movie. That's it, that's what we've watched this week. And obviously Batman begins, but obviously a Patreon you can hear as he described that cataclysmic commentary. <laughs> okay, well my opinion on Batman begins, obviously because I'm not on the commentary. Right. Um What do you think of Turbo Kong's performance? Who? Turbo Kong. He plays humongous prisoner. Humongous prisoner. I am the devil. I am the devil. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, Batman Begins goes up in my estimation every time I watch it. I always just kind of in my brain go, yeah, Dark Knight's the best film. But Batman Begins is actually really fucking good. And I said to you while we were watching it, didn't I? Scarecrow is the best baddie in that series. Mm. The best just out and out baddie. Yeah. There's the lips. You are? Because of the lips. Because of the lips. <laughs> Those fucking dirty, wet lips. It's like, yeah. I don't know what that fucking liquid is. Seducing you with those lips, are you, Dean? Oh, no, man, he's grossing me out with those lips. You don't want to take a red eye with him? Oh. No, I would not want to take anything with him. I like red eye. one of your favourite films, Killian Murphy? Isn't actually your favourite film, a Killian Murphy movie? Yeah, but... I, I mean, to be fair... Yeah, I'd fuck Kappa. You know, I'm fine. That's fine. Like, that's... i got no issue with that. Him and, uh... Him and Rose Byrne. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Um, we, we do have uh, one question. Get a bit of Benny Wong in there as well. You know, why not? There's a Benny Wong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, we have one question, sorry. Um, which is, um... From Rick Kidd at Rick J. Kidd. Uh, what are your favourite Morricone scores uh, and who are your favourite musical score composers? Um, I mean, like I said earlier on, I think Investigation of Citizen Above Suspicion is pretty fucking fantastic. Uh, um, his score for Bird with the Crystal Plumage is wonderful. Yeah, it is. Exorcist 2, the best thing about that is the fucking score. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't answer the what's it any of my pony one because I'm really bad on scores. Cinema Paradiso. That's a good shout too. Cool one. Untouchables. You very much like the Untouchables. Oh god, yeah. Favorite one? 
person? Favourite composer? Mm. Ooh, I don't know. It's a tough one, that one. Bad Lamenti. Bad Lamenti has to be up there, yeah. Um, it's like... He kind of he kind of disappeared a little bit, but uh, Cliff Martinez did some really interesting work towards like the beginning of the teens. Yeah, yeah. I've got a thing for Randy Newman when he's doing his more animated stuff. Mm. I think Monsters University is one of the great scores of the last decade. That's a call, yeah. but one I'm not educated enough to. People don't give it enough credit, but that film is really funny, really good, and that score is so interestingly done. It's got that kind of football chanting thing. What, like a game of FIFA? <laughs> like, a, you know, American football, the the kind of the drums and the, the band, the kick band. Kind okay. Of okay. Marching band, that's the term. To be fair, the FIFA soundtrack's pretty banging. Yeah, I guess some like uh, Kasabian, Robbie Williams. Yeah, Kasabian. What was the last FIFA game you played, Andrew? <laughs> World Cup 98. Yeah, they... <laughs> Jerry Kasabian back in the news for all the wrong reasons over the last oh, couple shit, of days. Yeah. That, that, that highly predictable um, <laughs> thing that happened. Oh! Favourite composers? Go on. John Carpenter. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. John Carpenter, because very there is there is very few days that go by that I don't end up at some point humming the Escape from New York theme tune. And we're back to Escape from New York. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can I can I say the Mamma Mia films? So Benny and Bjorn. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. Yeah. Definitely can. Uh, I don't know. Roll the Kent. Oh. Up in the air, sideways. That's a great double header. And. Yeah. That's an interesting choice. So, uh, Ian, what are we watching next week? Films! Um, and The Old Guard. Old Guard, and I will be watching the Zac Efron documentary. <laughs> um, is that a film? Yes, it's a film. It's a documentary film. What's it about? Uh, he, yeah. he essentially is doing a documentary about, um, about new e- no, it's about uh, new ecotech. Yeah, what? Yep. So what's it called? It is called. Look at my solar panels. And by that, of course, he takes off his shirt and he means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at my nipples. Light this bulb. <laughs> I'd watch that. I mean, that's I reckon they'd have the power to do that. Sorry? I reckon they'd have the power to do that. (laughs) Yeah, fucking right. (laughs) So you're saying there's not much coming up? When's Greyhound? Is it Greyhound? Greyhound drops it. Apple TV on Friday. On Friday, okay. Uh, Yeah, Down to Earth, the uh, Netflix... um, it's a Netflix film, uh, the Zac Efron one, and yeah, it's um, essentially it's it's him sort of investigating various new um, sort of eco tech and bits like that that are coming out. On and Horizon. he's singing oh, oh. the Peter Gabriel song from Wally the entire time, judging by the title. 
I would hope so. I would love that. That'd be great. Um, the trailer just makes you go, makes you go. Do you know what? I am very happy to be spending time with Zac Efron. <laughs> um, just on the Zac Efron thing, a very funny YouTube video that I'd recommend to you, Mark, yep. is Zac Efron at the EA press conference for E3 in 2015, where he and Snoop Dogg and Jamie Foxx are all <sighs> invited to play Battlefield 1, and they're all really fucking stoned. <laughs> I've seen this before, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's fucking that is fucking exceptional. Just like the, the like the the EAPR people just trying to get a conversation out of them, and they're just like, "Fuck off! I'm just playing a video game, and you're paying me hundreds of thousands of dollars. Fuck off! I'm here." Um, and it's like Snoop Dogg's talking about he's got a secret weapon, and it's just like, is it weed? It's weed, isn't it? It's. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's next week's show um well, the old guard and greyhound a movie that tom hanks is angry about <laughs> i would have liked to have seen that in a cinema it looks cinematic well if it, you get yourself well, a 4k tv it's basically but, the same oh my god man you'll be all right the thing is guys if you get yourself this stuff by friday you can watch <laughs> both of them in 4k yeah we could get a projector screen instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at his face. Okay, <laughs> I'm not really going to get a projector screen. Oh. Just. Ah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm trying, Ian. I'm trying. Uh, I don't know if it's more fun torturing. Or <laughs> no, we got You two are killing me because you're going to fucking love it when you get it. That's the thing. You're so used to your fucking smeary, blurry HD shite, and you, it, it, it it's gonna be so good. Ian, you just Ian, chat curiosity. Does it upscale DVDs? I've never tried watching a DVD with with this. I mean, it upscales yeah. Blu-rays nicely. DVDs can look quite nice. I watched Seven once, and the DVD for that looked really spectacular. There you go. Hey, videos through it. What VHS? Yeah. Like... <laughs> I once watched a really good uh, YouTube video of a guy um, had, uh, had set up his Apple TV on a CRT uh, TV. And all fucking, oh, what is yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> because Apple told him he couldn't do it, so he fucking did it by yeah. making his own cable for yeah. it. <laughs> I might. I might. I might have to go on YouTube and watch that right now. That sounds fucking incredible. Yeah, he said that it man up, is committed. He's there fucking scrolling up like a proper... It wasn't even like a modern fucking like, CRT. It was like a fucking bat-licking cable TV. Or like oh, a wow. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> it was wonderful. I saw a thing the other day. Someone had made a TV stand out of one of them. With their big flashy TV out of their old... Yeah, I see one. It's a good sign. God, they were heavy. Um, they were, they were big. Yeah. Um, Andrew, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. It's been a pleasure and a joy. Good, good. Um, right. Uh, we are Pod Syndicate. So listen to the Pod Syndicate podcast, his film, her movie. We have a neat one, Chip Trucker versus Punter. What does Andrew have to pimp? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit, good point. I have a podcast. Uh, 
we talk about a different film every week and in a couple of weeks we've got episode 200 where we talk about Hamilton and we have a bunch of guests including Bradley Porter you may know him he uh, dishes some deets about people and music and cinema which is always fun so uh, go and find Are You Movie Mad on your podcasting systems I thought you were going to forget to give the name then and I was going to have to step in Andrew good work <laughs> I am a professional it's just I'm also you know a beer down fair enough <laughs> it's Pod Syndicate we are podsyndicate.com. Yep. And um, Patreon. Patreon forward slash film bastards. Patreon.com forward slash film bastards. Forward slash. slash. How are you doing? Ah. The backslash is that. This is great for radio, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should take a video of you doing it. The instructional video. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you for listening, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com.